Ultimate Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears Basketball. We're 15 minutes away from tonight's tip-off, and it's time for the PNC Bank pregame show, a comprehensive look at tonight's Waynedale Golden Bears game. Brought to you by PNC Bank. For the achiever in you, PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Hillsdale High School. I'm Dave Mitchell, and tonight we have got girls basketball action for you on UltimateSportsTalk.com. This evening, the Waynedale Lady Golden Bears are 1-7 on the year, 0-4 in Wayne County Athletic League play. Take on the other team that is in last place in the WCAL, the Hillsdale Lady Falcons, who are 1-7 and and also 0-4 in conference play. Waynedale coming in after their loss to Rittman on Thursday night, and that was an extremely disappointing loss for the Lady Bears, 36-22. They were up 9-0 at the end of the first quarter of play, but then heading into the fourth quarter, tied at 22 each. They were outscored 14-0 to lose that ball game, 36-22. The Lady Bears really have been unable to put anything together offensively heading into this evening's game throughout the first eight games of the year. However, there does seem to be a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not an oncoming train. It is Maddie Neer who is expected to be back in the lineup after this 11-day basically sabbatical that the girls will be taking over the Christmas holiday. Their next game after tonight will be December 30th and that will be at Norway and that is when all Ohio center Maddie Neer is expected to be back in the lineup for the Lady Bears. As far as Hillsdale is concerned, well, they lost to Norway on Thursday night, 56 to 10, and it's been a tough rebuilding job for Dave Swartz in his second year. They are actually where Rittman was three years ago, and that's the job that Swartz has got to do. Now, over the last couple of years, this Hillsdale team has won only two. Wayne County Athletic League games in the last two years. So that is just how far this program has fallen. These two teams played as they normally do two games last year. On February 17th, it was Waynedale defeating Hillsdale by a final score of 86-87-36. The Bears were led by Maggie Koblenz with 18 points, and Maddie Neer had 17 in that game. And then on January 15th, Waynedale scored the second most points they have ever scored in a girls' high school basketball game, and that was 91 as they defeated Hillsdale, 91-25. Near had 17 and McFern 13. Now this evening, Grace Lemon has been scratched from the starting lineup. The point guard is out. She came down with the flu on the way over here on the bus ride, so Lexi Weaver will take her spot in the backcourt tonight starting for the Lady Bears. And as far as the JV game was concerned, well... That one did not go very well for Hillsdale. Waynedale won the JV contest here this evening by a final of 71 to 6. That is what it was, 71 to 6. And as a matter of fact, for the longest time, Hillsdale only had two points, and that was due to a technical foul over the fact that the coaching staff wrote the wrong number into the book for Sydney Miller. She normally wears 33. She had 13 on tonight, and that was where the two points that Hillsdale had throughout the entire first half of the game and throughout most of the second half until they had a couple of buckets towards the end of the half. 71-6, that final score. Well, it's going to be Hillsdale and Waynedale. The winner of this game will take 
or I should say the loser of this game is the easier way to say it. We'll take over sole possession of last place in the conference. We'll talk about that, tell you what happened this afternoon in boys and girls basketball, and chat with head coach Sid Klein. We'll do all that when our PNC Bank pregame show continues right after this timeout. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and help save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Back at Hillsdale High School, I'm Dave Mitchell. Well, last night, the Waynedale Golden Bears boys basketball team pulled out a thriller at home over Northwestern 65 to 59. The Bears up their season mark to 4 and 1 and they're now tied for a share of first place in the league at 2 and 1 with Northwestern, Norwayne, Hillsdale and Dalton. It's a five-way tie for first place in the league. The Bears were led by Nick Strasbaugh, our Lem's Pizza star of the game. He had 13 points to lead the way for the Bears. The Huskies were led by 6-8 Derek Koch with 18 and the Bears will next play on Tuesday night, and that will be at Chippewa. And last night, Chippewa fell to Norway, 52-38. to Elsewhere around the league, Hillsdale got a three-pointer at the buzzer to defeat Smithville, 46-43. And it was Dalton over Rittman, 76-59. Elsewhere around the area in boys basketball, Tusla smashed Triway, 73-32. Central Christian over Mansfield Christian, 42-33. It was Orville getting by West Holmes, 61-54, and Heritage Kingsway beat Kingsway Christian by a final of 62-25. Mansfield Sr. also beat Worcester, 88-76, and it was Loudonville getting by Lucas, 47-42. Now today at the Steve Smith Classic at the College of Worcester, three games have been completed. Worcester defeated Triway, 82-56. It was Ontario over Dalton, 64-55 and Thomas Worthington beat Orville 64-52. In a game that started about an hour ago, these Hillsdale Falcons boys team is playing, which is rather strange that they allowed this game to go on at the same time the boys game is going on at the College of Worcester, but that's the way the schedule fell. And they are playing West Holmes. We've got no score on that one as of yet. And then the day will be completed at the College of Worcester where Northwestern will play Lexington tonight, and the Minutemen are unbeaten on the year at 5-0. That will be at 8 o'clock later on tonight. Four alumni wrestlers at Waynedale High School were inducted into the Wrestling Hall of Fame today. Heath Hostetler, class of 86. Todd Weaver, class of 86 also. Dean Shafter, class of 89. And Jake Hostetler in the class of 90 were all inducted into the Wrestling Hall of Fame. And the duels went on today for Waynedale. And they went 5-0 in the duels today. Defeating Monroe Central 69 to 12, Riverview 66 to 12, and the only other score that we've got is over Cloverleaf 52 to 26. 
Lots of girls basketball action going on today. We only had one final score, and that was St. Pete's defeating Loudonville 44-27. In Wayne County Athletic League play, Rittman beat Northwestern, which is an upset, but we don't have a final score on that one either. But Rittman did win that game. So that means as far as the WCAL standings are concerned with the girls, Chippewa still on top at 5-0, Smithville 4-0 so far, although they did have a game this afternoon also. That was against Fairless, so it was not a league game. Rittman is now 4-2, then comes Northwestern and Dalton at 2-3, and Norwayne at 1-3, and, and then Hillsdale and Wayndale are each at 0-4. Tonight we've got Hillsdale and Waynedale for you in Wayne County Athletic League girls basketball action. We'll be back to talk with head coach Sid Klein right after this from PNC Bank. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with virtual wallet. Simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Dave Mitchell back at Hillsdale High School. Well, Hillsdale is 1-7, 0-4 in conference play. They've won only one Wayne County Athletic League game over the past two years. They were 0-14 in the league last year, 1-21 overall. They are young and experienced, and they have virtually no offense. The most points that they have put up is in their one win against Lucas, and that was 46-29, to which almost doubled their second-best offensive output of 26 points in a loss. In WCAL games, the most they have scored is 60 is 21 in a 60-21 to loss. And against WCAL teams, and they've played Dalton, Norway, Smithville, and Rittman, they're averaging only 13 points a game, giving up 59 points per contest. In their lone win against Lucas, the Lady Falcons got off to an 8-1 lead in the first quarter, then held Lucas to only 13 points in the second half to win that ball game. And coming into tonight, they're averaging 18.5 points a game overall and giving up 60. Waynedale, even though the stats look better, their record is the same at 1-7 and 0-4. And, and a good start Thursday against Rittman turned into a bad finish. And the Bears played a 1-3-1 zone defense that has given Hillsdale problems this year. And Waynedale has struggled to have find an identity without Maddie Near and somebody they can go for, go to for consistent scoring. I had a chance to talk with head coach Sid Klein about that prior to tonight's game. We're with Sid Klein before tonight's ball game against the Hillsdale Lady Falcons. Sid, first of all, it's kind of unusual to be playing a Saturday night game, I guess I would say. Yeah, uh, girls basketball, typically you don't play a lot of Saturday night games. Uh, I know Chippewa, Coach Schrock over there, he will not play any Saturday afternoon games. He's shifted all his Saturday games to night games. But, yeah, on a bus ride over, you know, we talked about that. A little bit different, but, you know, we're excited to, you know, have an opportunity to play tonight. Want to take a step back and look at the game last Thursday night against Ripman. I know that's probably a horror story in your mind, but a 9 nothing lead at the end of the first quarter, and then you don't score in the fourth quarter, outscored 14 nothing. Have you ever seen a turn of events like that in a game in your years of coaching? 
Yeah, you know, I have out at Northwestern, and, and fortunately for me, it was the other way around. We were down at, at Northwestern, and we came back, you, you know, to win. But to, to be on the other end of it, you, you know, there were a lot of good things that we did against Ripman. You know, we, we again, we were we were happy, excited to be up by nine. But, you, you know, in, in girls' basketball and, and, and guys' basketball, you got to play four quarters of basketball. And, and uh, you know, we, we followed that loss up with a very good – player coach talk on Friday and you know we we had again coach McLeod and I were really really happy with what we were able to uh, learn from the girls just in conversation and we carried it over to a Friday practice that's why we're you know we're really looking forward to tonight's game you know through the first eight games I think the thing that I've noticed is this team's lack of aggressiveness at times Agree, hundred percent, and and that's not what we're all about. Um, you, you know, we want, you know, we want to, we want to be as aggressive as we can. I know a couple different times in the Ritman game, there was a loose ball. I had three Waynedale girls standing above the ball, nobody getting on the ball, and that's not how we play. And and we talked about that a little bit on Friday, and and again, we were just a little bit out of focus, and you know, kids are kids, and and uh, you know. Uh, that's that's why we practice. We want to get better and and you know look for a look for a pretty aggressive Waynedale team tonight. Well, that's what Sid Klein wants to have happen tonight for the Lady Bears in this one. As we get set to go, the keys for tonight's game first of all for Hillsdale, they need to score. They need to put more points on the board than 18 in order to beat this Waynedale team, and they've got to rebound. They've got to control the glass. For Waynedale, you heard Sid Klein say it. They've got to be aggressive here this evening on the offensive and defensive ends of the floor. And realistically, Waynedale's got to come out and put this game away early. Put Hillsdale out of their misery, and that's what Sid Klein wants to have happen here tonight. Waynedale 1-7, and 0-4 in Wayne County Athletic League play. Hillsdale 1-7, and, and they are also... 0-4 in Wayne County Athletic League play. Should be a very good one here tonight. I'm Dave Mitchell, and the tip-off is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of the PNC Bank pregame show. Brought to you by PNC Bank. For the achiever in you, PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. The game is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Waynedale Golden Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. Ultimate Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Basketball. This game is brought to you by the Spidell Funeral Home with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. Yoder Builders in Orville. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. The Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. 
The Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, call 830-9760. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. The Shop Brothers Farms. Miller Custom Exteriors, call 695-4905. And by Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. This contest is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the gym for this Waynedale Golden Bears basketball game. Last night we had a battle for first place in the Wayne County Athletic League. Tonight we've got a battle for last place in the girls' standings. Good evening, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell, and tonight we have got Wayne County Athletic League girls basketball action for you as the Waynedale Lady Bears, 1-7 overall, 0-4 in conference play. Come to Jeromesville to take on the Hillsdale Lady Falcons, also at 1-7 and 0-4 and and in the league. Let's check the starting lineups for tonight's game, and there's a change for the Lady Bears in this one. They will be starting at the forwards. Maggie Koblenz, double zero. Koblenz leading the team in scoring at 8.1 points a game. At the other forward, Lindsay McFern, number 13, a 5'9 senior. McFern averaging over three points a game. In the middle, Carolyn Brewer, the 5'9 junior, number 42. She's averaging four and a half points in the lineup. And at the one guard will be number 33, Lexi Weaver. Weaver starting in place of Grace Lemon, who came down with the flu prior to the game. She is a 5'7 freshman. And at the other guard will be Emma Cannon, number 22, a 5'4 freshman. Cannon is averaging seven points a game. So it's Koblenz and McFern at the forwards, Brewer in the middle and Weaver and Cannon at the guard spots. Sid Klein in his seventh year, 67 wins against 72 defeats. He is assisted by Kim Zerker tonight. P.J. McLeod is normally an assistant, but he is not here this evening. Now let's check out the starting lineups for Hillsdale. They will go with Sarah Leifer and Hannah Funk at the forwards. Leifer, number 30, a junior, and Funk, number 12, a sophomore. Morgan Fox will be in the middle, number 34, a senior, and at the other guard will be number 14, Shawnee Koch, a senior, and Taylor Redman, who is a sophomore. She is number 5. Hillsdale adorned in their white home uniforms with blue numerals and gold trim. Waynedale in their brown gold Brown uniforms with gold numerals and white trim. Once again, it is Lifer and Funk at the forwards. Fox in the middle. Coke and Redmond at the guards for Dave Swartz's Hillsdale Falcons. Ball is in the air, and the tip is controlled by Waynedale over to Emma Cannon. Puts it up from 15. No good. Ball loose on the baseline. Picked up by Koblenz. And the Bears going from left to right across your computer screen with the basketball. Cannon right side out to Weaver. Top of the circle. Now to Maggie Koblenz. Hillsdale starts out in a 2-3 zone. Left side is McFern, goes back to Koblenz, inside to the free throw line to Brewer, back out to Koblenz, right wing three, spun in and out, no good, and the rebound will be taken down off the glass by Morgan Fox. Fox will get it into the front court to Redman. Redman stops top of the circle, bears in that 1-3-1 zone. Off to Fox, right of the elbow. Fox gets it back over on the right-hand side to Koch. Koch puts it up from 15, no good, and the rebound chased over here near us and out of the bounds and out of the gymnasium doorway, and it will go back to Waynedale. 7.17 to go in this first quarter of play. We've just begun. Your officials for tonight's game, Ron Fuller, Richard Mitchell, no relation, and Brian Muncy calling everything here tonight. Emma Cannon, baseline right. She'll put it up from 15 feet, no good. And Fox pulls down the rebound. Into the front court is Rebin. Rebin for Hillsdale. Goes on the right side, got the ball knocked away and stolen, and now out of bounds. 
by Maggie Koblenz, and it will stay with Hillsdale. And now immediately, Sid Klein, I believe, wants to take a timeout and will. So we will also. 6.56 to go in this first quarter of play, and we've got no score. Experience a pleasant atmosphere and homemade comfort food daily at Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. There's no assembly line food at Deb's Den. Everything is handcrafted and fresh, from the sandwiches to the soups and sides and the dinner specials every day. Stop in for breakfast Tuesday through Saturday from 7 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday 11 to 9, and Sunday 12 to 3. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Well, Sid Klein using a 30-second timeout, obviously not liking something that he saw out there. Hillsdale will have the basketball out on the far side near midcourt. They inbounded the ball to Funk. The ball got knocked free. Ball loose on the floor. There's a scramble for it. And Lindsey McFern on the floor trying to get the ball along with Shawnee Coke. And it will be a jump ball. And the alternating jump ball will send it back to the Falcons. They inbound the basketball to Leifer. Leifer goes back out to Funk. Now over to Redmond. Redmond with it. Looking right, looking left. Hounded. Got the ball over to Funk. Funk lost it out of bounds. And it goes back to the Lady Bears. Leifer, Fox, and Funk all started in the JV game, which is unusual. But Hillsdale has only got 11 players, and they try to go with a JV ball club also. With it on the left-hand side is Koblenz. Off now to McFern. McFern topside against the 2-3. Gets a nice bounce pass underneath and a shot blocked on Lexi Weaver, but Weaver is fouled on the way to the bucket by Funk. And Funk does not like the call. Check out, it's Lifer. Lifer did not like the call. And she had no bones about it, letting everybody know that she did not like the foul called against her. So Weaver will go line right, puts up the front end of the two-shot foul, no good. Weaver coming into tonight, shooting 71% from the stripe on the year. Second one by Weaver from line right, shoots it. That one spun in and out, no good. Koblen's got the rebound, puts it right back up, crawled out. McFern with the rebound, up off the glass and good. So Lindsay McFern with her first two, and Wayndale leads the ball game for the first time tonight at 2-0. Into the backcourt is Coke. Coke brings it into the front court with a right-hand dribble. Got the ball knocked free. Stolen away by McFern. McFern will bring it up with a right-hand dribble up the right side. Down into the right corner to Emma Cannon. Cannon got the ball knocked away, but it went right into the hands of Weaver, and Weaver put up the shot, and it was blocked by Coke, but then Fox would pick up the foul underneath. Fox with her first personal and the second against Hillsdale as a team. Weaver will go line right again. Shooting two where she was just at and missed two. 5.55 to go in the first quarter. Weaver eyes it, puts it up, rattles it home. So Weaver with her first bucket of the ball game. 3-0, Waynedale on top. Coming in now, Emily Dalton, a freshman for Hillsdale, a 5'11 freshman, and leaving is Fox. Second one is up by Weaver. No good. And the rebound taken down by Dalton after she just came into the game. So Weaver now one of four from the line. Bringing the ball up the floor on the right-hand side is Funk. And Funk lost the handle out of bounds on the baseline. And the turnover sends it back to Waynedale. 5.42 to go in this 
first quarter of play, and McFern brings it across the timeline. Looking inside, gets it off to Carolyn Brewer. One dribble, and they're going to save Carolyn. Shuffled the feet before she put the ball on the floor. First turnover of the game on Waynedale. Full court pressure put on by the Lady Bears against the Falcons. Inbounds pass knocked away. Ball loose on the baseline. Picked up on the baseline by Redmond. Redmond tried to get it over on the left-hand side to Funk, and Koblenz tied her up, and the ball will go back to Waynedale underneath their own bucket on the alternating jump ball. This is the way, this is the problem that Hillsdale has had. They are unable to break any pressure. Lob pass into Carolyn Brewer inside the key. Put up a wild shot. No good. Weaver got the rebound. Put her right back up and she's fouled on the return to the basket by Dalton. And that will be her first. So Weaver, who is one of four from the line tonight, will go there again. Shooting another pair. She has been very, very aggressive. One of the few for the Lady Bears in the last couple of games. Puts that one up and in. She's got two. Lexi, of course, missed the Orville game and the Triway game due to flu. And then when she came back, she just put her head down and has been ultra aggressive in the last few games. Second one is up. That one's no good off the side iron. But Koblenz chases it down in the corner. Koblenz gets it outside to Cannon. Cannon drives left of the lane. Back over to Lexi Weaver. Left baseline. Shot an air ball from 15. Rebound pulled out of the air by McFern. McFern top of the key to Koblenz. Dribbles into the lane. Put it up and in. And she's fouled. Maggie Koblenz with her first two of the game. Bucket will count, and the foul is called on Emily Dalton, and that will be her second and the fourth against Hillsdale as a team with 5.08 to go in the first quarter. And Koblenz, line right, shooting to complete the three-point play. Puts that one up, and it is good. So Koblenz with three. And checking into the ballgame now for Hillsdale is Libby Holler. Holler comes in and leaving the ball game is Emily Dalton after picking up those two fouls. Again, full court pressure put on by the Bears. Inbounds pass stolen by Koblenz. Koblenz into the lane and she's going to be hammered on the way to the bucket. Not sure if they're going to call that a shooting violation or if they're just going to give it to now Richard Mitchell and Brian Muncy are going to talk about it over near the sideline and now Muncy will call out the foul and the foul is going to be against Sarah Leifer and that is her second personal foul. And it will be just a common foul on the floor. So Waynedale will have it out underneath their own bucket. McFern will put the ball in play. Waynedale up 7-0. 5.05 to go in the quarter. And now Richard Mitchell again is going to have a conversation with Brian Muncy. And I think, again, they're trying to decide if she was in the act of shooting. Now they look over at Ron Fuller, and Ron actually makes a call and says, yes, she was in the act of shooting. So Koblenz will go to the line. So after having too many conferences and going to a neutral observer, Koblenz will go line right. Maggie eyes it, shoots it, and it is no good off the back iron. We're located down in the corner of the gymnasium here at Hillsdale, just off to the side of the Wayndale visiting bench. Koblenz, the second one, Isaac from line right. That one will bounce in. So Maggie now with four. That equals her total that she had on Thursday night. And Wayndale leads at 8-0. And now Dave Swartz of Hillsdale wants to take a timeout. He'll use a 30. 5.05 to go in this first quarter of play and your score. It's Wayndale 8, Hillsdale nothing. 
Casa de Sassi is a family-owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like timeless values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi. Earning your trust is vitally important, which is why they always operate in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. Call Casa de Sassi today, 330-830-9760. So both coaches using a 30-second timeout here in this first quarter of play with 5.05 to go in it. Hillsdale will have the basketball out on the back baseline. Putting it in play for the Lady Falcons will be Hannah Funk, the sophomore. Waynedale on top of it by 8. JV game went to Waynedale 71-6. Inbounds pass on the right-hand side goes Rebhorn back to Funk, over to Rebhorn. Double teamed, over to Funk. Funk's going to lob it into the... Timeline to Coke and Coke breaks the press up the right side to the baseline and a foul is called on Carolyn Brewer. Carolyn just getting a little too close to Funk bringing it into the front court. That is her first and the first against Waynedale as a team. Funk will put the ball in play on the baseline, inbounds the basketball to Leifert, got the ball knocked free and stolen away by Carolyn Brewer. Up the floor in Koblenz, she'll drive the lane, put up the left-hand layup, short. Rebound Koblenz again, no good, and she'll go to the line, shooting two. Maggie's got four rebounds tonight, three of them offensive, and she just blew the layup and then got her own rebound back and was fouled on the way to the bucket. And the foul will be called on Shawnee Coke, that being her first. And that's six already on Hillsdale as a team. So Koblenz, who was two for three from the line, puts that one up and gets it to drop. Maggie with five. Came into the ballgame shooting just under 60% from the stripe. Second one from Koblenz from line right is airborne, and that one is short. Rebound, loose on the baseline, but picked up on the baseline by Libby Holer. Holder gets it up the floor to Leifer. Leifer bringing it up the floor. Stops right in the lane. Back out front to Rebhorn. Now it goes to Holder. Put it up from the free throw line. No good. Leifer tried to grab the rebound. And Leifer will be called for the foul. And Leifer has absolutely no problems letting the official know just by her reaction how she feels about fouls being called against her. She doesn't say anything. But boy, does she just put on an act. Emma Cannon will go to the line. Now Sydney Miller is going to check into the lineup for Sid Klein's Lady Bears. And Lindsay McFern will leave. Lifer now with two fouls in the ballgame. And Cannon goes line right, shooting two shots. Emma averaging seven points a game and just under seven rebounds a contest. And she cans the first one. Cannon shooting 69% from the free throw line. That's her first point of the ball game. And Emma, the second one from line right, got that one to fall also. That's two for Emma, and it's 11-0 Waynedale. Into the front court. On the right-hand side is Rebhorn. Now to Funk. Gets it back over on the left-hand side to Coke, and Coke will bring it up the left side. Coke will dribble all the way down to the left side of the lane, put it up, it won't go, and they're going to call a walking violation on Coke. That is six turnovers in the first quarter on Hillsdale and that has been their bugaboo. 11-0 Waynedale, 4-13, we're not even halfway through the first quarter and Hillsdale's already committed six turnovers. 
Baseline left is Miller. On the right side to Emma Cannon. Free throw line. Jumper is on the way. Off the side iron. Right side no good. And Coke will let it go out of bounds down in the corner. And Hillsdale will regain control of the basketball. Bears now in the first quarter of play over their last two games have gone 12 minutes exactly. There's four minutes to go in this first quarter. They've gone 12 minutes exactly without giving up a point in the first quarter. Coke bringing it up the right side is going to be bodied up in a foul called on Emma Cannon. Emma with her first personal. Second against Waynedale as a team. And Emma kind of had the same reaction as Lifer did, only a little more subdued on that foul call. This one might be a very, very interesting game to referee. Into the front court on the right-hand side is Funk, and Funk lost the handle and dribbled it out of bounds. So Waynedale gets it back with 3.52 to go in the first quarter. Koblenz will put it in play, and Hillsdale falls back into a 2-3 zone. Cannon will bring it across. Cannon with the basketball, goes right, now left to Koblenz, left baseline to Miller, back to Koblenz, left of the lane to Carolyn Brewer from 12, no good, rebound loose, and it comes down on the baseline to Lexi Weaver, and she tried to get it out to Koblenz, but slipped and fell on the pass, and it went right past Maggie and out of bounds. Second turnover of the game on Waynedale. Good crowd here tonight, considering the fact that the Hillsdale boys are playing in the Steve Smith Classic at the College of Worcester right now. Three and a half minutes to go in the first quarter from Hillsdale. And bringing it across is Funk. Funk with the basketball, sideline right still with the dribble. Funk dribbling all over the place, and really she has a tough time handling the basketball. And gets it back out front to Rebhorn. Rebhorn against the 1-2-2 of Waynedale. With it now, Rebhorn is going to drive in against Cannon, and they'll call a hand check foul on Cannon. So that will be her second. And third against Waynedale as a team. Lindsay McFern will come in, and Emma Cannon will have to leave the ball game with those two personal fouls. 3 12 to go in the first quarter. Putting a ball in play as Funk gets it into Rebhorn inside the center circle. Rebhorn with it, still with the dribble. Bounce pass on the right hand side to Funk, sideline right. Funk gets it over on the left hand side, stolen away by McFern. McFern will bring it up on the run for the Lady Bears. Goes drives the right-hand side of the lane. Laid it up, no good. Rebound loose, taken down by Sydney Miller. Sydney Miller gets it back out to Lindsay McFern. Now to Weaver, right side to Miller, right baseline to McFern for three, drilled it. Good ball movement by the Lady Bears. Five in the game for Lindsay McFern, and it's 14-0. Waynedale on top of it. Into the front court. Funk dribbles across the timeline, and it'll be a blocking foul. Called against, I believe, Maggie Koblenz. Well, one thing about it, these officials have been an equal opportunity upsetter because they got both sides wondering what a foul is. Koblenz with her first, fourth against Waynedale. Inbounds pass stolen by Maggie. Koblenz will bring it up on the run. Dump pass underneath to McFern, laid it up and in. Lindsay McFern with seven. That's her year's high. So far, and a timeout taken by Hillsdale again with 2.23 to go in the first quarter. And your score, it is Waynedale 16 and Hillsdale nothing. When it comes to cheering on your team, chips and dip don't cut it. So build a better game plan. One that starts with tender, juicy pork. Kick things off with a pork tenderloin and sausage flatbread. Serve a slam dunk with sweet and spicy pork kebabs. Or hit it out of the park with hearty pork meatball sandwiches. With pork... There are countless ways to keep game day going strong. Find more winning ideas at porkbeinspired.com. 
brought to you by Shop Brothers Farms and the Northeast Ohio Pork Producers. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at millercustomexteriors.com Well, in case you missed it this afternoon, the Ohio State Buckeyes upset the number four Kentucky Wildcats of John Calipari 74-67 So Thad Mata's crew picking up a victory today After that full timeout by Dave Swartz of Hillsdale Bears still in that full court pressure Bears Lady Falcons will inbound the ball. Stolen away by Koblenz. Koblenz left of the lane with the dribble. Laid it up too short. Rebound tapped out front, and it comes down to Funk. And a jump ball as Lexi Weaver tied her up. 2.15 to go in this first quarter of play. We've only played the first quarter. We've already had four jump balls and ten turnovers by Hillsdale so far. Now taken away. Funk got the ball stolen by Carolyn Brewer. Laid it up and in. Make that 11 turnovers on Hillsdale. Two minutes to go in this first quarter. Funk inbounds the basketball. Got the ball knocked away. Stolen away again by Brewer. Over to Lindsay McFern. Put it up from the right side. Too hard. And the rebound will be taken down off the glass by Holler. Holler gets it into the front court. On the right side to Funk. Now back to Holler. Holler sideline right. Can't find anyone. It's going to be a reach in and another jump ball. And Waynedale gets the ball back. That is 13 turnovers now in this first quarter of play. And from the College of Worcester at the Steve Smith Classic, Hillsdale won the ball game tonight over West Holmes by a final of 56 to 48. Koblenz with the basketball for Waynedale, sideline right to Weaver. Weaver drives the baseline across underneath the bucket, out to Miller, left wing to Koblenz, back over to Miller, three-pointer left baseline, spun it in and out, no good. Rebound comes down to Lexi Weaver, and there'll be another jump ball, and it will go back to Hillsdale. That is six jump balls we've had in this first quarter. A minute 21 to go in the first period. 18-0. Waynedale on top of it, and now Ron Fuller having a chat, I believe, with one of the Falcons, and he is talking with Shawnee Coke. So Coke getting an earful from Ron Fuller, and now Hillsdale will put the ball in play, and a five-second call against the Lady Falcons, and another turnover. That is 14 on the first quarter by Hillsdale. 121 to go. Inbounds pass into Maggie Koblenz, left of the lane. She got bumped, dropped the ball, and another jump ball. She's tied up by Holer. So Hillsdale will get the basketball back, and now Brian Muncy is coming over, and he's checking to make sure that the jump balls, which have been plentiful in this first quarter, are correct. And now Ron Fuller and Brian Muncy will come over. And they're making sure that the possession arrow is in the correct spot. Actually, I had it set up to where Waynedale gets the basketball back 
and I think the officials are saying that it should be Hillsdale basketball. But let's see. It's Ron Fuller over to the scorer's table as Maggie Koblenz comes over and talks with Sid Klein and then goes back and whispers something in Lindsey McFern's ear. McFern has got a season-high seven points in this evening's game already. Her previous high was six, and that was against Orville earlier. And it will be Waynedale basketball. So the Lady Bears will keep it underneath their own bucket. McFern will put it in play with a minute 18 to go. McFern inbounds the ball to Koblenz, left side, put it up off the glass. No, McFern went up over the top of Rebhorn and grabbed the rebound, and they'll call a foul on McFern. Lindsay went right over the top of Rebhorn. That is her first. And the fifth against Waynedale as a team with 1.15 to go in the first quarter. Hillsdale will put the ball in play. Funk will inbound it, and a foul called away from the ball, and it will be a moving screen called on Coke. So Shawnee Coke picks up the moving screen. That is her second, and the, that puts Hillsdale over the limit, so Waynedale will be going to the line, shooting one and one. And now they're going to say it was a player control foul. That's player control, so it's not a shooting violation. On the right baseline, it is Lindsay McFern, and that was a two-pointer. Check that. No, they are going to give her three. A three-pointer for Lindsay McFern. She's got ten, and it's 21-0 Waynedale. A minute to go in the first quarter. With it on the right-hand side is Funk. Funk gets the ball on the left-hand side. Funk dribbles up to the wing, put it up from 15, no good. And Carolyn Brewer got her first rebound of the night. Gets it off to McFern, and she'll dribble it across. On the right side, Koblenz for three, right wing, no good. Rebound comes out long, and it's pulled down off the rim by Coke. Coke will bring it into the front court with a right-hand dribble. Now with a left-hand dribble, top of the circle. Got the ball stolen by Koblenz. Koblenz brings it all the way down. Layup up with a left hand, good. Maggie with seven, and it's 23-0 Waynedale on top of it. They are 25 seconds away from shutting out their second consecutive team in the first quarter. Rittman was nine, down 9-0 on Thursday night, and Hillsdale is down, and Rebhorn will dribble in on the right baseline. Lost the handle and out of bounds. 16 turnovers tonight on Hillsdale. 14.6 seconds to go. It's 23-0 Waynedale. On top, Koblenz to the free throw line to Brewer. Nice feed underneath the Weaver, laid it up off the glass and good. Great high-low action by the Bears. That's four on the night by Weaver, and that's the end of the first quarter, and the Bears for the second straight game shut out an opponent in the first quarter. Your score, it is Waynedale 25, Hillsdale nothing. Where can you get food? Smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg. Build your own burgers. Try our brisket and pulled pork. And every Thursday night is half-price wing night. Everything cooked to your satisfaction, so you'll come back time and time again. The Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sunday, 11 to 8, located just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. 
Well, it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter how bad the team is that you're playing. If you shut out two consecutive teams in two consecutive games in the first quarter, you're doing something right. And the Lady Bears just accomplished that. I don't know if that is a record or not, but it's got to be close to a record. Waynedale is leading it now 25 to nothing. Second straight opponent that they've shut out in the first quarter. Rittman on Thursday night, Hillsdale tonight. And Hillsdale with the basketball to open up the second quarter of play. With it is Fox. Fox walked with the basketball, no call. The officials are kind of letting some other things go on the floor right now with the score being the way it is. And the ball knocked out of bounds by Maggie Koblenz off of Rebhorn, but Hillsdale will keep control of it. Hillsdale will inbound the basketball into the backcourt to Rebhorn. Seven and a half minutes to go in the first half. Rebhorn with the basketball inside the center circle, guarded by Brooklyn Reby, who's into the ballgame now for the first time. Rebhorn's going to drive baseline right, lay it up off the glass, no good. Rebound knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Carolyn Brewer, so Hillsdale will keep the basketball. 7-19 to go. Hillsdale has committed 16 turnovers in this first half of play. Inbounds pass over the head of Fox, but she chases it down near the free throw line and gets it over to Rebhorn, right back to Fox. Ball loose on the floor, jump ball. Carolyn Brewer getting a skinned knee, going to the floor to tie up Holer on the play. And the jump ball will give it back to Waynedale. 7-10 to go in this first Half a play. Baseline left and a cannon. Cannon back into the ballgame. Bounce pass underneath to Carolyn Brewer, and Carolyn Brewer's going to be tied up again. Okay, quickly now. Let's count this up. Four, eight, ten. That doesn't even include the center circle jump ball at the beginning of the game and the alternating jump ball at the beginning of the second quarter. We've had ten jump ball calls. 25-0 Waynedale on the right-hand side. Emma Cannon knocks the basketball away from Molly Moffat, who's into the game, a freshman, and Moffat got the ball knocked free and out of bounds, but it was last touched by Cannon, so Hillsdale will keep it. With the basketball is Rebhorn, guarded by Brooklyn Reby. Bears in a man-to-man right now. On the right-hand side, Rebhorn. Rebhorn lobs it right of the lane to Fox, dribbles down to the baseline, fall away 12-footer, off the iron, no good. Rebound knocked out of bounds, last touched by Lexi Weaver. So Hillsdale will keep it again. Now Weaver will leave the ball game, and Lindsay McFern checks in. Grace Lemon not playing tonight. She picked up the flu on the way over here. So the Bears going without her tonight, the senior point guard. On the right-hand side, Holer lost the basketball on the sideline. And the turnover gives it back to Waynedale. 6.20 to go in the first half of play as Reby brings it into the front court. Right sideline to McFern, back out to Reby, top side. Over to Colbins, left baseline to Cannon, pump fake, dribbles down to the baseline, 15-footer left side, no good. Rebound loose on the baseline. Carolyn Brewer going for it, going down on the floor, and she fell down, and the official Richard Mitchell will say that's a traveling violation. That's three turnovers in the game against the Lady Bears. On the year coming in, they were averaging 18 turnovers a contest. So they've cut that down tonight. 25-0, Waynedale on top of it. We're under six minutes to go in this first half. With the basketball, Holer dribbles down to the right baseline, bodying up against Koblenz, put it up, no good. Rebound goes out of bounds, and Maggie got her paws on it last, so Hillsdale will keep it. Doug Hansey of Norway here watching the Lady Bears. Inbounds pass stolen by Koblenz. 
Koblenz just took it right away from Fox. She'll bring it up from left to right to the top of the circle. Right side to Lindsay McFern for 17. Got it. They'll say it was a three. McFern with 13. And that equals her career high of last year, 13 points. 28-0. Weendale on top of it. Five and a half minutes to go. Up the floor. Koblenz stole the pass again. Brings it up the left side. Spins into the lane. Lays it up off the glass and good. Maggie with nine, and the Bears are being aggressive tonight, but Hillsdale basically is just handing them the basketball on some trips up the floor. Rebhorn with it inside the center circle. Rebhorn backing in. She's going to drive right of the lane, lost the handle, and there'll be a foul called on the Lady Bears. They're sixth of the first half of action. And the foul is called on Maggie Koblenz. Her second. 5.03 5.03 to go. Now Sydney Miller and Lexi Weaver will come in. Brewer and Koblenz will leave. Also checking into the ball game for Hillsdale, Shawnee Koch. Koch checks in for scoreless. 30 to nothing. Waynedale on top of it. Kohler trying to inbound the basketball and does, but throws it right into the hands of Lindsay McFern. So she was successful in getting it in. She just threw it to the wrong team. Left side, Reby. Back over top side to McFern. She's going to shoot the three. Had to think about it too long. Finally shot it. No good. And the rebound taken down by Holer. Holer into the front court with a left-hand dribble around Sidney Miller. Around a pick by Fox down to the baseline. Crossover dribble into the lane. And they'll call a foul on Waynedale on the drive to the bucket. And that foul is on Sidney Miller. Her first. That puts Waynedale over the limit. So Libby Holer. The sophomore goes line left, shooting one and one, and has a chance to break the scheme here for Hillsdale. They're down 30 to nothing. She put it up, and good. And that's the first point tonight by Hillsdale. 30 to one. 4.38 to go in this half. Second one by Holder, no good, and the rebound pulled down by Lindsey McFern. McFern gets it off to Sidney Miller, and she'll bring it into the front court. Miller on the left side. It goes to Reby. Reby shoots the three. Left of the key. Got it. Brooklyn with the three-pointer. That is her first three-pointer in varsity action. And it's 33-1, to Waynedale. On the left-hand side, Funk drives inside the lane. Put it up too hard. And Lindsay McFern pulls down the rebound. McFern brings it up on the right-hand side to Sidney Miller. Now back to McFern right wing. Over to Miller. Miller between the circles. Left wing to Brooklyn. Reby again for three. That one is short. Rebound goes out of bounds into the crowd, and it will go back to Hillsdale. 4.01 to go. We'll be back on the air Tuesday night. That'll be our last broadcast prior to the Christmas vacation. And that will be at Chippewa, where the Waynedale boys, coming off of their big victory last night, 65-59, will be in Chippewa to take on the Chips. Life are now out of the ballgame for Hillsdale. And Dalton is back in with those two fouls. Pre-game show set for 7-15 Tuesday night from Chippewa. On the right-hand side, Holer. Holer bounce pass to Dalton. Dalton drives into the lane, put it up off the glass. No good, it just would not fall. Dalton got her own rebound, back up again. No, back up again, no. And the rebound is taken now by Holer, loose on the floor. And it's picked up by Sid Lexi Weaver. Lexi Weaver kicks it out on the left side to Cannon. Cannon put it up from 15, no good. And Holer got the rebound. Holer gets the ball up the floor on the right-hand side. 
to Funk. Funk to Fox. Fox got the ball knocked away, and it went right off of Sidney Miller's leg and out of bounds. Right in front of us here is where they'll put the ball in play on the baseline. 3.18 to go in the first half of play. Waynedale on top, 33-1. to Inbounds pass, knocked free, and Lexi Weaver dishes it over on the right-hand side to Sidney Miller. That is where Hillsdale has had problems, trying to get the ball inbounds. Lexi Weaver, 15-footer, no good. Emma Cannon got the rebound, one dribble up, baseline left. No, blocked out of the air by Morgan Fox. Fox gets it up the floor to Holer. Holer now to Funk. Funk dribbles down to the right side, and that's where they commit most of their turnovers. Up the floor to Fox. Fox right side. Overshot the bucket from five feet, and the f- rebound is pulled down by Lindsay McFern, and she walked with it. That is four turnovers in the half on Waynedale. Emma Cannon leaves the game, and Carolyn Brewer chops back in with two points and a rebound. Lob pass into Fox over her head, stolen by Sidney Miller. Miller on the drive, dribbles left of the lane, put it up from five, no good off the glass. Tipped up off the glass and in, and I think they're going to give that bucket to Brooklyn Reby. I think that's who you've got to give it to, but we'll kind of question that one and check it at halftime. 2.28 to go, 35-1, to upcourt pass, Holer got it stolen away by Sidney Miller. Miller off on the right-hand side to McFern. Layup, no, but she's fouled on the way to the bucket. So McFern will go to the line shooting two. And the foul is called against Shawnee Coke, and that will be her third. And that's the ninth team foul on Hillsdale. So going line right is Lindsay McFern shooting two. On the year, she's one for two from the stripe. Bears coming into this game, interestingly enough, as McFern cans the first one. She's got 14 in the ball game, which is a new career high. The Bears have shot 50, exactly 50 less free throws than their opponents. Their opponents have shot 142. Waynedale shot 92. Second one by McFern up and in, and Lindsay's got 15 now. 37 to 1, Waynedale on top of it as Lexi Weaver comes back into the ballgame. Bringing it up is Rebhorn. Rebhorn with it between the circles. Bounce pass to the free throw line to Fox. Hands it off to Rebhorn, and Rebhorn, like a running back, not like any of the Browns running backs, though, just tucked the foot, tucked the basketball underneath her arm and then was tied up on the way to the basket. So the jump ball gives it back to Waynedale with 2.04 to go. Left wing, Sidney Miller shot the three, no good. Rebound, Koblenz inside the lane, and another jump ball. And that one, the Waynedale crowd curious about, and so is Dave Swartz. So a minute 55 to go in this first half. Waynedale leads it by 36. Rebhorn on the right side. Jump pass, it goes to Fox. Fox with the basketball, dribbles down to the right baseline, stolen away by Sidney Miller on the sideline, and then she stepped out of bounds on the way up the floor. So the exchange of turnovers gives it back to Hillsdale. This one has got to be one of the toughest games to referee. Not just the sport of basketball, but this game in particular. With it is Rebhorn. Rebhorn in the center circle. Dribbling it out on the right side. Now gets it to Fox at the free throw line. Fox over to Dalton. Dalton with it. Dribbles from left of the lane. Got the ball knocked free. Stolen away by Brooklyn Reby, but she couldn't ever get the control of the basketball and it's taken right back by Holer. 
Guarded by Maggie Koblenz. Crossover in front of Koblenz. Then got the ball stolen away by Reby again. Reby dribble drive all the way to the line, to the line, to the bucket. No good, but a foul is called. And Reby will go to the line. And she'll be shooting too. Foul called against Hillsdale, and that'll be on Rebhorn. That is her first. And Hillsdale at 10 fouls now with a minute 15 to go. So Reby goes line right, puts that one up, and it is no good. Brooklyn came into the ball game. That's her first miss from the line as a varsity player. She was four for four. McFern coming in, and Koblenz will leave. Koblenz leaves with nine points. Five rebounds, two fouls. McFern comes in with 15 points, four rebounds, and a foul. Second one by Reby. That one is up and in. So Brooklyn now with six, questionably. We need to make sure who got that tip in at the end of the half. 38-1 the score. Bounce pass Fox. Fox with the basketball inside the lane. Gets it back out to Rebhorn. Over to Fox. Fox, and then will be a reach-in foul called against Waynedale. And now Ron Fuller is going to go over and have some words with Morgan Fox. Or check at Dalton. And Dalton is not happy and really not even looking at Ron Fuller in the eye when he is talking with her. <laughs> but Fox will be going to the line. Sydney Miller picked up the foul. That is her first. And Fox who is scoreless in the game, goes line left. Or check it, Dalton, I'm sorry. Dalton goes line left, puts it up, and it is around the rim, no good. Fox got the rebound, up and in. So Morgan Fox got the rebound, put it in. The first field goal of the night by Hillsdale, and it's 38-3. Top of the key, Reby, left baseline, Lexi Weaver, pulls up from 15, around and out, no good. Rebound, Carolyn Brewer hit the bottom of the rim. Rebound comes down to Weaver, and she's fouled. So Weaver will go to the line, shooting two shots, where she has been six times previous. She's two for six from the line so far in the game. Foul called on Dalton. That is her third. So going line right is Weaver. Eyes it, shoots it. Got it that time. Sid Klein told her to put a little more air under the ball, and she did, and hit nothing but net. Lexi with five, and it's 39-3, Waynedale. Second one by Weaver from line right. Shoots it, got it again. So Lexi with six. On four of eight from the line, and a field goal. 40-3, Waynedale on top of it by 37. Rebhorn up the floor, it goes to Fox, stolen away. Rebhorn got it back, though, and then it'll be another jump ball. And Waynedale will get the basketball back again. 40 to three, Waynedale on top of it. More like a football score. Into the front court, Brewer, free throw line. Brewer lobs a pass right wing to McFern, got the ball knocked away, and it went off of Holler. Looked like it might have gone off of Lindsey McFern, but Ron Fuller will say, no, it's gonna stay with Waynedale. So McFern will inbound the basketball to Reby. Reby over to McFern, right wing three, that one's short. And the ball will be taken down by Morgan Fox. Fox has got six rebounds tonight, three of them offensive. 18 seconds to go in the half. Up the floor, Rebhorn got it the ball, stolen away by Reby. Reby's going to drive, lay it up with a left hand, good. 
Brooklyn Reby with eight in the ball game, and it is 42-3. Waynedale on top of it. Dalton, or Fox, I should say, stops, shoots a free throw line, jumper won't go, and a foul is going to be called on Waynedale. And the foul will be called on Lexi Weaver. And Weaver picks up her first right at the end of the half with .9 seconds to go in this first half of play. So Fox, with the only field goal of the night for Hillsdale, goes to the line. And like a field goal kicker, misses that one wide right. I will say this, Hillsdale, they have fun out there playing. Second one by Fox is no good. Rebound comes down in the lane to Funk, but it won't matter. That is the end of the first half of play. And at the end of the first two quarters here from Hillsdale, your score, it is Waynedale 42 Hillsdale 3. Exceeding your expectations is what the Spidel Funeral Home strives for. Every day the Spidel Funeral Home proves what matters most. They've been family owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you and trust your family with their care. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Amish craftsmanship revered worldwide. Dutch quality stone products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. In the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch quality stone provides a stunning collection of fine veneer stone readily available for dependable, easy to install options for homes and commercial properties. In our corner of the world, people believe in doing things right. Hard work, honesty, and genuine care. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Dover Road in Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. Tonight's Waynedale Golden Bears basketball broadcast is made possible by The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi. Shout Brothers Farms. Murphy's Promotions. And the Apple Creek Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcast on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You're listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. It's time for the Apple Creek Bank halftime show. The Apple Creek Bank. Visit AppleCreekBank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. Well, Waynedale on top of this one here at halftime by a score of 42-3. to Waynedale for the second consecutive ball game shut out an opponent in the first quarter. On Thursday night it was Rittman 9 to nothing, and tonight it was Hillsdale 25 to nothing. And then they outscored the Lady Falcons in the second period 17-3 to lead it by the 42-3 mark here at halftime. We do want to correct one thing. It was Carolyn Brewer who got the tip in at about the six-minute mark of the second quarter for the Lady Bears. I had thought that they would credit that to Brooklyn Reby, but they didn't. So Carolyn Brewer's got four points in the game, and Brooklyn Reby has got six. But so far tonight, Lindsay McFern with a new career high. She's in double figures with 15 on three three-pointers here this evening, and the Bears lead it here at halftime by a score of 42 to three and we were talking about how Hillsdale 
was playing in the Steve Smith Classic at the College of Worcester, and we did have a final score on that one. Hillsdale won that game over West Holmes tonight by a final score of 56 to 48. And in case you missed it from earlier today in college basketball, the Ohio State Buckeyes upset number four, Kentucky, this afternoon by a final of 74 to 67. Here in this one, this girls' game, it is 42 to 3, Waynedale on top of it. We'll come back and check out the stat story of the first half of play right after this timeout. The Apple Creek Banking Company is a full-service community bank offering checking and savings accounts, installment, mortgage, and commercial loans. While being able to offer all of the services of a large bank, the Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities they serve and the people and businesses that make those communities great. The staff at the Apple Creek Banking Company truly cares about its customers and helps them choose the products that best meet their needs. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Well, let's check out the stats for the first half of play. Not many for Hillsdale, a lot for Waynedale so far in the first half of play. Lindsay McFern, a new career high. She's got 15 points tonight. Three three-pointers in the ballgame. Two of two from the line, and she's got four rebounds tonight. Two of them offensive. Maggie Koblenz with nine points. Three of four from the line. Maggie has grabbed five rebounds in the ballgame. Four of them offensive, and she's committed two personal fouls. Lexi Weaver with six points. Lexi is four of eight from the free throw line. Two rebounds, both of them offensive and one personal foul. Brooklyn Reby off the bench with six points, one of two from the line. Carolyn Brewer with four points tonight. She's got two rebounds, one of them offensive. And Emma Cannon has got two points in the ballgame and one offensive rebound. That totals up 42 points for the Bears tonight. From the free throw line, Waynedale 12 of 18. At the charity stripe, they committed nine fouls in the first half, 15 rebounds in the ball game, and let's count them up very quickly. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 11 of them offensive. Now, granted, they have not had many defensive opportunities because of all the turnovers that Hillsdale has committed to grab defensive rebounds. So they've grabbed most of them offensive, 11 of them, and only four defensive rebounds. And turnovers, Waynedale only committed five in the first half. They came in averaging 18 a game turnover-wise. As far as Hillsdale is concerned, only two players scored. Morgan Fox, two points in the ball game on an offensive rebound. She's got six rebounds tonight, three of them offensive, one foul. And Libby Holler has got one point tonight, one of two from the line, and she's got four rebounds. Waynedale, or I should say, excuse me, Hillsdale, one of five from the line. They committed 11 fouls in the first half, 12 rebounds, three of them offensive, but 25 turnovers in the first half by the Hillsdale Lady Falcons. That's why they're down on the scoreboard by a score of 42 to 3. Waynedale leading it here at the half. And we'll be back with more after this from Apple Creek Bank. The Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, 
Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities it serves and the local businesses that operate in those communities. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Waynedale on top of it and... uh, if they could bottle up this performance and just continue to play this way, especially when Maddie Near comes back, the Lady Bears are going to be tough to beat. But then again, you've got to remember who it is that they're playing. Hillsdale is not exactly a premier team in the conference. They're back rebuilding under Dave Swartz. But Maddie Near expected to be back. And Doug Hansey, he was here for a little while, and now he is leaving. Mike Boss is here also from Worcester High School watching this one. 42-3, Waynedale on top of it here at halftime. The second half is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Show, brought to you by the Apple Creek Bank. Visit AppleCreekBank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. We'll go back to the gym for the second half of this Waynedale Golden Bears basketball game after this on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Tonight's Waynedale Golden Bears basketball broadcast is made possible by Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, the Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192, the Spidell Funeral Home with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster, Yoder Builders, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek, and PNC Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Great food and a relaxing atmosphere. A good time had by all. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg. Spend time with friends after the game. Enjoy the food where you can build your own burger, showing off your creativity. Or try the pulled pork or the brisket. And every Thursday night, the Fire and Ice Pub is the place to be for half-price wing night. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 11, closed on Mondays. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 92. Back at Hillsdale High School, I'm Dave Mitchell. It is 42-3. The next meeting between these two ball clubs will be on January 28th, and that will be back at Apple Creek. 6 o'clock, that's a Thursday night with the matchup then. Next time we'll be back here at Hillsdale will be a boys game, and that will be on January 8th, a Friday night. Of course, this is where the season ended for the Golden Bears a year ago in tournament play when Hillsdale defeated the Bears on that last-second shot. And they'll be back trying to take on Hillsdale, who won this afternoon, by the way, over West Holmes in the Steve Smith College of Worcester Classic by a final score of 54. Let me check that final score again before I give it to you. In error, it was 56-48 to Hillsdale. And also in the final game today, Lexington is leading Northwestern after one period of play, 17-16. Hillsdale has the basketball inbounds pass stolen away just like the first half by Emma Cannon. And Cannon drives the length of the floor, lays it up and in. And Waynedale leads it 44-3 now. Up the floor, stolen away again by Cannon. Cannon with the drive, lays it up and in again. Cannon with six, just bang, bang. And that's 27 turnovers in the game by Hillsdale. Rebhorn into the front court. 
with the basketball off to the free throw line to Fox. Fox looks underneath. Nice feed underneath the Lifer laid it up and in, and she is fouled. And I think Lifer turned around and looked at Ron Fuller like, are you going to call a foul on me? But no, they'll count the bucket for Lifer, and the foul will go against Waynedale. Lifer has got the most expressionful face you have ever wanted to see. Emma Cannon picks up her third personal, first against Waynedale as a team. Lifer dips, shoots, no good. Rebound Fox, and there'll be, I believe, a lane violation, and it will be. Maggie Koblenz actually stepped into the lane before Fox grabbed the offensive rebound. Lifer, when she goes up for the shot, she dips. Looks like she's going to shoot, and then does it, and then brings it back down again, and then shoots it. And now she puts that one up, second one, no good. So she didn't get either one of the free throws. And Maggie Koblenz will bring it into the front court. And now Sid Klein basically wants to run some offense. Lexi Weaver, baseline left, underneath pass to to Brewer. Brewer lost the handle, back out front to Koblenz. Koblenz left of the lane for three, it's short. Rebound comes down into the lane to Lexi Weaver. She put it up short. Koblenz got her own rebound, and she will come back inbounds and they'll say she never did reestablish coming back in to grab the ball. So the Bears are really pounding the boards here tonight. Up 46-5, to a 41-point lead. Into the front court, Rebhorn. Rebhorn with the basketball in the backcourt. Bounce pass on the right-hand side to Koch. Shawnee Koch dribbles down baseline right, shut off by Brewer, threw up a wild shot way off the mark, and the rebound is pulled out of the air by McFern. Can't even really call that a rebound. On the left-hand side, Koblenz. Koblenz is going to drive left of the lane, lay it up and in. Koblenz with 11, and this is exactly what the doctor ordered for Sid Klein and the Lady Bears. A big, big victory here tonight, 48-5 to so far with 6.15 to go in the third quarter. Rebhorn with the basketball, Bears in that 1-3-1 zone. Off on the right-hand side to Koch. Koch spins it back out front, goes to Fox. She's going to put up a three-pointer, two-pointer just inside the arc, and she banked it in. Fox has been the only good thing tonight for Hillsdale. 48-7. to And Fox has got four of the points. On the right of the lane is Brewer. Kicks it back out to McFern for three left wing. No good. Rebound taken down by Emma Cannon. Cannon on the left baseline. Dribbles over to the right baseline. And now brings it back out to the wing. And she'll set up the offense for the Lady Bears. Top of the key. Off to Koblenz. Right of the lane to Brewer. Went through her hands. Brewer got a back ball loose on the floor. And Brewer will be tied up by Koch. And it will stay with Waynedale. Lady Bears get the ball back, 5.31 remaining in the third. Doug Hansey saw enough from Norway, and he's out of here. Koblenz drives right of the lane, blocked out of the air by Fox. Her second block shot of the night. Of course, the Lady Bears play Norway on Wednesday night, December 30th, and that is expected to be the return of Maddie Neer. With the basketball on the right-hand side, Koch, she's going to drive down to the right side, runs right into Emma Cannon, but Emma Cannon didn't stand her ground, and they'll call the foul on Emma. Had she just stood there and accepted the foul, they probably would have called the charge, but Emma turned her side, and that led to the personal foul on Emma, her fourth, and that's the second against Waynedale as a team. 5.09, inbounds pass to Fox right in the lane, put it up too hard, and the rebound comes down to Lindsay McFern, her fifth of the game. McFern up the floor to Koblenz. Koblenz with the basketball. Picks up the dribble. Now goes left-hand side to Sidney Miller, who's back into the ballgame for Cannon. 
Back over to Koblenz inside the center circle. Left wing to Sidney Miller. Over to Koblenz. Koblenz underneath. Left of the lane to Brewer. Brewer turnaround shot blocked by Leifer. And let's see the expression on her face this time. <laughs> oh, boy. If she ever gets a D in a class, I would hate to be the teacher that <laughs> has to give her that grade. So Leifer picks up her third personal. That is the first against Hillsdale as a team. And Carolyn Brewer goes line left, shooting two, puts it up, and it's no good off the side iron. Brewer on the year, 12 of 21 from the stripe. She's been there the most of anybody by the Bears, 57%. Second one by Brewer, shoots it. That one is short. And the rebound comes down to Fox. Fox gets it up the floor to Rebhorn into the front court with 4.40 to go in the third. This is where you kind of wish the OHSAA would implement the running clock. Lifer underneath. Nice feed to Fox. Laid it up. Nope. Fox battling for it. Got it back. And it's going to be a scrum on the floor. Jump ball again. Not unusual in this game. Or are they going to call a foul? No, they are going to call a foul. Not a jump ball. So a foul being called. And it is against Carolyn Brewer. Her second. Third against the team. Inbounds pass. It is Coke. Put it up from the left side. No good. And McFern got the rebound. Lindsay will bring it up on the run up the right-hand side. Bounce pass to Sidney Miller at the wing. Back out to McFern on the left side to Karen, to Koblenz. Koblenz looking down into the left baseline right in front of us to Lexi Weaver. Left of the lane to Brewer. Crossover to the right wing to Sidney Miller. All alone, 15-footer. Nope. And the rebound is taken down by Koch. Didn't get the shot to fall, but the Bears got the open shot by Sidney Miller, and that's exactly what Sid Klein likes. On the left-hand side is Funk. Funk dribbling around against Koblenz. Got the ball knocked free up the floor. Koblenz stole the ball. Koblenz with it on the left-hand dribble. Lays it up off the rim and in. Maggie with 13. 3.44 to go in this third quarter. With it is Rebhorn. Rebhorn as McFern went for the steal. Kept the basketball. Right in the lane to Fox. Fox at the elbow at the line. And now she'll be fouled on the play. That will be the second team foul against Waynedale. And let's see who they call on it. Unfortunately, you cannot see when the official signal foul call. Brooklyn Arebi coming in along with Lindsey Troyer. McFern leaving the game, and so is Carolyn Brewer. And Brewer is the one that picked up the foul. That's her third. And fourth against Wayndale as a team. Inbounds pass. It goes to Coke. Coke guarded by Brooklyn Reby. Pass out front. Stolen away by Lexi Weaver. Weaver's going to bring it up with a right-hand dribble. Stops. Pops the five-footer right side. No good. And the rebound taken down by Fox. Good shot by Weaver, just didn't get it to fall. And Hillsdale brings it across from left to right. Up the floor, it goes to Leifer. Leifer left of the lane, lobs it underneath the Fox. Off the glass, right side, good. Fox with six. And it's 50-9. And Sid Klein just going to try to run some clock. With it is Reby on the left side, Koblenz. Koblenz left of the front court, standing way outside. The three-point arc now drives the lane, puts it up from the left side. No good, short. Hit it off the glass in the front iron, and the rebound taken down by Sarah Leifer. Her first rebound of the evening. Into the front court is Hillsdale to Rebhorn. Rebhorn with it on the right-hand side. Bounce pass to Fox. Got the ball knocked free, but Fox got it back. Laid it up and in. Fox has got eight. She's turning into an offensive power here for Hillsdale. She should. She's about 6-2, And she takes up a lot of space underneath. With it is Koblenz. Koblenz gets it back out front to Reby. Reby with 2.22 to go in the third quarter. 
Now to Darby Ramey, who's into the ballgame. Gets it over on the right-hand side to Koblenz. Koblenz dribbles in, laid it up off the glass, and good. Koblenz with 15, equals Lindsey McFern for the team lead in scoring tonight. 52-11, to Waynedale on top of it. Reb Horn on the right side. Bounce pass underneath, stolen away by Koblenz. Koblenz on the drive, all the way for the right-hand layup, up and no good. Rebound knocked out of bounds by Reb Horn. And Waynedale will keep the basketball. Holer coming in and Dalton coming in for Hillsdale. Leaving is Fox and Funk. Reby will inbound the play left of her own bucket. Outside to Miller. Back to Reby. Put up the shot. No pulled out of the air by Weaver. And Weaver's fouled. Putting it back up to the bucket. So Lexi Weaver will go line left shooting two shots. She's been there eight times tonight. She's four of eight from the line. Bears in that first half went to the line 13 more times than Hillsdale did. And we talked about this before the game. The Bears have attempted 50 less free throws this year than their opponent. And Weaver puts that in. Weaver with seven. Leaving the ball game is Lifer. And coming into the contest is Molly Moffat, a freshman, number 40. She was in in the first half scoreless. Second one by Weaver is up, and that one is good, too. So Weaver with eight. Lindsey McFern back in with 15. Weaver leads with those eight points. Six of ten from the line tonight. A minute 48 to go in the third period of play. 54-11, Waynedale with the lead. With it on the right side, Rebhorn. Rebhorn goes over to Holler. She's going to shoot the three. No good. And the rebound pulled down out front by Brooklyn Reby, her first. Reby will bring it into the front court on the right side. Now stops top of the circle. Reby bounce pass right of the lane to Sidney Miller. Bounce pass to the free throw line, Carolyn Brewer. Dribbles right of the lane, put it up from five, no good. Rebound knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Darby Ramey. And Hillsdale gets the ball back. 121 left to go in the third quarter. Putting in, bringing it up into the front court is Rebhorn. Tried to get it into the middle to Dalton. Dalton almost was tied up by McFern, but she rips it away from her. Dalton dribbles right of the lane, stops at the baseline, puts it up from five off the glass. No. And the rebound taken down by Carolyn Brewer. And Carolyn Brewer got tied up over the top by Molly Moffat, and they both went to the floor. And it will be a jump ball, and Hillsdale will get the basketball back underneath their own bucket. With 103 to go in the third. Putting the ball in play. Hillsdale, they inbound the ball to Rebhorn. She shoots an air ball from three-point range on the right side, and it went out of bounds off of Moffitt. So Hillsdale gives up the basketball. Sydney Miller out of the game. Lindsey Troyer is in for the Lady Bears for her first time tonight. Troyer, the 5'3 freshman. Into the front court. Breeby gets it on the right side to Carolyn Brewer, just inside the arc. Top of the key to Darby Ramey. Darby Ramey dribbles right side, back out front to Lindsey Troyer. Troyer to the free throw line, hooks a pass over to Lindsey McFern, left wing. McFern now to the top of the key, bounce pass on the right wing to Carolyn Brewer, 15 feet right wing, off the back iron, no. Carolyn Brewer went after her own rebound, and she's tied up by Koch, and again, we've got a jump ball. And it will be Wayndale basketball. Boy, I, I hate to count up the amount of jump balls we've had in this game tonight. 
McFern with it, putting it in play right of her own bucket. Lobs a pass out front, tried to get it to Reby, and it's stolen by Holer. Holer will bring it up on the right side, then stolen right back by Carolyn Brewer. And Reby will bring it into the front court with 23 seconds to go in the third quarter, and Sid Klein says, let's just hold it for the last shot. McFern lobs a pass right of the lane to Darby Ramey. She's going to lay it up. No, Brewer got it back. No again. Rebound loose on the floor, and we'll have another jump ball. That time between Holer and Lindsey Troyer. And it will be Hillsdale's basketball. 54 to 11, 10 seconds to go in the third quarter. Running it into the front court is Rebhorn. Rebhorn against the 1-3-1 of Wayndale. Off on the right side to Holer. Holer with two seconds, throws it up from the right baseline. No, and that will do it for the end of the third quarter of play. And your score at the end of three from Hillsdale. It's Wayndale 54 and Hillsdale 11. Harvest Market offers you everything you need from a community grocery store, providing fresh local meats, ready-to-go meals, and a full-service deli. Harvest Market is your one-stop butcher shop and can cut to order. The barbecue chicken is fresh off the grill, and the smoked ribs are second to none. For your next get-together, leave the cooking to Harvest Market. Harvest Market's convenient hours are Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday, 10 to 6. Harvest Market, located in the core of Apple Creek. Come taste the difference. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at millercustomexteriors.com Steps Down on Main Street in Apple Creek is your spot for fresh, homemade food daily. Custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. And try Deb's Den's relaxing, comfortable atmosphere. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service. Breakfast hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 7 to 11 a.m., and Sundays, 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner is served Tuesday through Thursday until 8, Friday and Saturday until 9, and Sunday, noon to 3. Closed on Monday, Deb's Den, next to the Bear on Main Street in Apple Creek. Waynedale will have the basketball out at midcourt as we open up this fourth and final quarter of play. Waynedale on top of it, 54 to 11. On the right side, Darby Ramey. Ramey kicks it back out front to Maddie Ebert, who's into the ball game, and Mandy drills the two-pointer from 17 feet. Mandy Ebert didn't dress the other night. She had pink eye, but she's back tonight playing and hits her first two on her first shot of the evening, and it's 56-11. to 11. At the Steve Smith Classic, Northwestern is down to Lexington at halftime by 12, 42-30. And a foul is called back here away from the ball, and that will be on Darby Ramey. Ramey with her first personal. And Hillsdale will keep control of the basketball. That is only the fifth team foul against Waynedale. On the right side, Dalton puts up the shot from the right baseline, no good, and Ramey pulled down the rebound. Darby will bring it up the floor. Now off to Mandy Ebert. Ebert on the right wing to Lindsey Troyer to the free throw line with the left-hand dribble. Off on the left baseline to Darby Ramey. Put it up from the left side. No good. Maggie Koblenz pulled down the rebound and a foul out front will be called away from the basketball on Carolyn Brewer for pushing off away from the ball. And that will be Carolyn's fourth. 
7-10 to go in the ballgame. Bears on top of it. We will be giving away our Lem's Pizza star of the game at the end of this one, and I don't think there is any doubt as to who it will be. 56-11, Waynedale on top of it. On the right-hand side is Fox. Gets it back over out through the Coke, and it was knocked out of bounds by Mandy Ebert. So Hillsdale keeps the ball in play here on the near side, down near the corner, right in front of the Hillsdale bench. Coke putting it in play to Rebhorn. Back over to Coke. Coke with the basketball on the right-hand side with the dribble guarded by Ebert. Bears in the man-to-man. With it is Coke right at the baseline to Fox. Put it up high off the glass. No good. Missed the iron. And the ball pulled down by Maggie Koblenz. Into the front court, Koblenz. Left wing. Three-pointer by Mandy Ebert is short. And the rebound taken down by Molly Moffitt. Moffitt will get it off to Rebhorn into the front court. 6.25 to go in the game. Rebhorn on the right side. Looks right, looks left. Goes back right-hand side to Holer. Holer with the basketball. Dribbling out between the circles. Bounce pass on the right wing. To Coke, Coke guarded by Ebert, right of the lane to Fox, put it up off the glass, no good, rebound out of bounds, and it will stay with Hillsdale, last touched by Maggie Koblenz. Emma Cannon back into the ballgame, and Lexi Weaver checking back in also, and if you're wondering why, Carolyn Brewer and Maggie Koblenz checking out. Sid Klein stated before the game that he really wants to keep his seven players, and he's going to play a lot in the game tonight to try to get into some sort of a groove. Shot on the left-hand side by Kohler is no good. Rebound pulled down by Lexi Weaver. Weaver gets it up on the right-hand side to Lindsey Troyer. Free throw line jumper blocked by Holler. Pulled out of the air by Cannon. Cannon gets it back over on the left-hand side to Ramey. Now top of the key to Mandy Ebert. Ebert running the point. On the right-hand side to Lexi Weaver. Knocked out of bounds by Molly Moffitt. Good thing because the pass was going to Lexi Weaver and Lexi didn't even know it was coming. 56-11, to Waynedale on top of it. Leaving the game is Moffitt. Looks like she got hit in the mouth with the ball. So they rushed Fox into the ball game for her. Cannon inside the lane, out front to Mandy Ebert to the free throw line of the left-hand dribble. Now to Darby Ramey, drives the lane, kicks it back out front to Lexi Weaver on the right-hand side. Weaver top of the key to the line, to the lane, laid it up off the glass, no. Rebound loose, comes down underneath to Darby Ramey. She pulls the ball away from Fox and gets it back out front to Mandy Ebert. Now over to Emma Cannon, to Darby Ramey, left baseline, put up the 15-footer, no, and the rebound taken down by Dalton. And Dalton is just going to cover up the basketball and knock everybody out of the way. <laughs> Bringing it up the floor, Reb Horn on the left wing to Holer. She'll shoot the three-pointer off the glass and iron, no, and the rebound comes down to Mandy Ebert on the baseline, and she'll dribble it out of a crowd. Ebert will bring it up with the right-hand dribble. Left wing, it goes to Lindsey Troyer. Left wing, 17-footer from two, no good. And the rebound comes down to Fox. Fox gets it up the floor to Coke. Coke got the ball knocked free and out of bounds by Mandy Ebert. And it will stay with Hillsdale on the baseline. And now Caitlin Hirschberger will come into the game for the Lady Bears. Her first appearance tonight. And leaving will be Darby Ramey. 4.42 to go in the ballgame. Inbounds pass. It comes to Fox. Put it up inside the lane. No good from 12. And the rebound comes up off the floor to Holer. Holer's going to dump it off. She's going to lay it up. No good. Got her own rebound, and she'll be tied up by Caitlin Hirschberger. 4.32 remaining to go in the ballgame. 56-11. Waynedale on top of it. 
They have had this one under control since a 25-0 first quarter advantage. With it on the right-hand side is Rebhorn. Now to Coke. Coke around a pick set by Holer. Back to Rebhorn. Right of the lane to Fox. Kicked out of bounds by Troyer. 4.20 remaining to go. 56-11. to 11. Waynedale on top of it. Hillsdale has the basketball. And we've got a timeout on the floor. 4.20 to go in this ball game. Your score, Waynedale 56, Hillsdale 11. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidell Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidell Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidell Funeral Home in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidell Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Well, while you were away, we had an exchange of turnovers, so Hillsdale will keep the basketball. Coming into the ballgame now is Sidney Miller and Brooklyn Reby. Leaving is Lexi Weaver and Emma Cannon. This is exactly what the Lady Bears needed. was an easy game to get their confidence up as they head into the second half of the conference schedule and hopefully with Maddie Near. Bounce pass right of the lane, knocked free by Mandy Ebert, stolen right back by Fox, and a foul will be called on Waynedale. And the foul is called on Lindsey Troyer, her first. And that puts Waynedale over the limit. So Hillsdale will go to the line for the rest of the game, and before that happens, we have got a timeout on the floor. 3.50 to go in the ballgame from Hillsdale. Your score, Waynedale 56 and Hillsdale 11. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that, nice, right? Saute on medium-high, brown, ooh, browning, nicely. Now the broth, it's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce? Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge, perfection! Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. Well, for Hillsdale, Dalton will be going to the line with 3.50 to go in the ball game. Dave Swartz using that timeout, puts up that shot, no good. Holer got the rebound, no. Ball loose on the floor, and guess what? Another jump ball. And it will be Waynedale's basketball now. 56-11, to Waynedale on top of it with 3.45 to go in the ball game. Reby will bring it into the front court, and now Sid Klein's going to go to a four-corner stall and just try to run this clock out. But Sidney Miller turned the ball away, and then Sidney Miller tried to steal the ball right back. It went off of Koch's leg and out of bounds and back to Waynedale. And it'll be Brown ball, and now the officials are going to confer. Boy, the Hillsdale crowd right behind the official who made the call are very, very upset about it, and the officials will confer, and it will be Hillsdale basketball. 
That's the ninth turnover on the night against Waynedale. They have cut their turnovers in half this evening. They came in averaging 18. Bounce pass on the right-hand side. Holer gets it down into the corner to Rebhorn. She'll put it up from 15. No good. Rebound comes down to Coke. Throws it back up. No, and then Coke will be issued the foul. She will get called on a foul trying to get the basketball back against Sydney Miller. Sydney, no, check that. They're going to call a foul on Sydney Miller. Wow, Sydney Miller went to the floor like a rag doll. And they called a foul on Sydney. Well, that's her third. Going line right is Coke. Put it up and in. Shawnee Coke with her first point of the evening. And it's 56 12. Bears have scored two points in this fourth quarter, but it has been decided long ago. Second one by Coke. No good off the side iron. Fox got the rebound, put it up and in. That's where the absence of Maddie Near hurts. The Bears have nobody inside. Mandy Ebert gets it back out front to Sidney Troyer. Troyer bodied up against Rebhorn, and then she gets knocked to the floor. No call. The refs are just letting anything go right now. Off to Reby. Reby dribbles to the free throw line. Bounce pass to Hershberger. Out to Sidney Miller. 17-footer. Spun it in and out. And the rebound comes down to Holy. Holer, excuse me. Holer gets it up the floor to Rebhorn. 2.45 to go. And Richard Mitchell and Sid Klein having some words on that one because Sidney Miller just got knocked to the floor. Holer with the basketball. Put it up from the right-hand side. No one a foul is called. And the foul will be called. On Caitlin Hershberger, her first. That's the ninth as a team on Waynedale. 2.35 to go, and line right, Holer will go to the line. One of two from the stripe for one point tonight. Put it up, spun it in and out. Darby Ramey will come back into the ballgame, and Hershberger will leave, and now Dave Swartz is going to empty his bench. What little bench that he's got. Coming into the ballgame now is Mary Ellen Bliss, a sophomore, number 22. Paige Lewis into the ballgame also. We were told before the game that she's no longer on the team, but that's who's in. Second one by Holer is up around the rim and in. So Holer hit both free throws. She's got three, and it's 56-15. 2.32 to go. Into the front court, Reby. Reby got bodied up. No call on the right side to Troyer. Troyer lost the handle, and she'll be tied up on the play by Molly Moffitt. And Richard Mitchell and Sid Klein again going to have a talk about things. They're letting a lot go. And Hillsdale, I think, has got the basketball. Ron Fuller's trying to convince Hillsdale that it's their ball. So Hillsdale will have the basketball after the turnover. Into the front court is Mary Ellen Bliss. Bliss goes left of the lane to Jasmine Schultz, who's into the game of freshman. Bliss is going to put up the shot, no good, and the rebound taken down by Darby Ramey, her third. Ramey brings it into the front court. Reby inside the center circle. Reby with the basketball and a foul reaching in on Bliss. 
And that is only the third team foul against Hillsdale. In this second half. So Wayndale will have the basketball. Two minutes to go in the ballgame. Reby crossover dribble, drives right of the lane, kicks it off left baseline to Mandy Ebert to the free throw line. Lindsey Troyer put it up off the back iron, and the rebound taken down by Mandy Ebert. Ebert gets it back out front to Reby. Reby now off to Troyer. Troyer with it, drives the lane, laid it up, hang on the rim and in. Troyer with her first two of the ball game, and it's 58-15. Wayndale on top of it easily. Into the front court is Bliss. Bliss with the basketball. Right side of the front court. A minute 25 to go. Bounce pass stolen away by Ramey. Ramey will bring it up on the run. She's going to go all the way for the left-hand layup. Up and in. Darby Ramey with her first two of the game. 60-15 to with a minute 15 to go in the ballgame. On the right-hand side is Bliss. Bliss with the basketball. Dribbling in with the left hand. Now dribbled it off of her foot and out of bounds. 105 to go in the ballgame. And the Bears easily on top of it. With the basketball is Reby. Reby, Detroyer drives left of the lane. It got on the way to the bucket, got fouled on the way. The foul will be called on Moffitt. Moffitt with her first, but Troyer will be going to the line. 60 to 15. Wayndale on top of it, 54.6 seconds to go. We will be right back. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Wayndale Golden Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Wayndale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Well, while you were away, Waynedale's Lindsey Troyer hit two free throws. Then they got the ball back. It's 62-15. to And Brooklyn Reby with the basketball out in the center circle, and she will be fouled on the play by Jasmine Schultz. 62-15. Waynedale on top of it with 15.7 seconds left to go. That is just the fifth team foul. With 15.7 seconds to go, so Wayndale will have it at the timeline. They inbound the basketball to Troyer. Troyer's going to stand there and just dribble out the clock, get it off to Reby. Reby with the basketball, spins out, double teamed, and another foul is going to be called on Schultz. Schultz just came in about two minutes ago, and she's going to make sure that she gets the most of these, these this time that she's got. That's her third foul in about 30 seconds. 7.1 seconds to go in the game. Inbound to Troyer. Troyer in the backcourt. Doesn't even have to bring it into the front court. Three seconds, two seconds, and another foul on Schultz. And the Richard Mitchell now is having a word with, with Schultz. That's her fourth foul in 30 seconds. And it will put 
Troyer to the line. I don't know. Hillsdale could have used her on the offensive line this year the way she's coming out and hitting people. Troyer, line left, put it up, no good, and the rebound taken down by Moffitt, and that is the ball game. And your final score here tonight from Hillsdale, Waynedale 62, Hillsdale 15. The postgame show is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. This game has been brought to you by Miller Custom Exteriors, call 695-4905. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Murphy's Promotions, call 464-1970. The Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. The Shop Brothers Farms. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, call 830-9760. The Spidel Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. And by Yoder Builders in Orville. The star of the game show is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Hi, I'm Jerry Lucas. Everybody knows that high school sports give us excitement. They also give us leaders and role models, and they bring our communities together. Sometimes they give us heroes, other times they give us heartbreak. But they always give us an opportunity to learn, grow, and practice life skills. I know high school sports gave me a lot while growing up in Ohio, just as they do for today's young people. So shouldn't we give high school sports our full support? It's time for the Lem's Pizza Star of the Game Show. Brought to you by Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Order now by calling 695-7111. Now let's go back to the gym for a recap of tonight's game and the presentation of the Lem's Pizza Star of the Game. Well, as we said, this is one of those games that Waynedale actually needed. Their record now is 2-7 and seven on the year. They are 1-4 in conference play, while Hillsdale falls to 1-8, and eight, and they are 0-5 in conference play after Waynedale's 62-15 victory here tonight over the Hillsdale Lady Falcons. Bears led by Maggie Koblenz and Lindsay McFern, each with 15 points in the game, and Morgan Fox had 10 for the Lady Falcons. We'll be back to take a look at tonight's stat story right after this timeout. At Lem's Pizza in Fredericksburg, you get a pizza you won't get anywhere else. There's a reason we've been in business since 1996. We use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. We not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza, open for lunch every day at 1030 and Sundays at 2. And we're open until 9 on Sunday through Thursday, until 10 Friday and Saturday. It's not just pizza, it's Lem's Pizza on the square of Fredericksburg. Like us on Facebook, 695-7111. So your final score here tonight, 62-15. Waynedale on top of it over the Hillsdale Lady Falcons. Let's check out just the scorers here as we're going to try to get out of here in a hurry here tonight. First of all, it was Maggie Koblenz and Lindsay McFern, each with 15 in the ball game. Lindsay had all of hers in the first half. Maggie spread them out over the entire game. Maggie also had nine rebounds in the contest while McFern 
had six. Lexi Weaver had eight points in the ballgame. Carolyn Brewer with four and Emma Cannon six. That was the starters for the Bears. Off the bench, Brooklyn Reby with six, Lindsay Troyer with four, Mandy Ebert had two, and Darby Ramey chipped in with two. Wayndale had 31 rebounds, 17 of them offensive. They were 16 of 24 from the line and committed only 10 turnovers tonight. For Hillsdale, they were led by Morgan Fox with 10 points here this evening. And Libby Holer added three, Sarah Leifer two, and Shawnee Coke one. They were 4 of 11 from the line. 35 turnovers tonight for Hillsdale, and they had 24 rebounds compared to six of them offensive. We'll be back to give away our Lem's Pizza star of the game right after this final timeout. Tired of the same old national pizza chains? Try Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg, sponsor of tonight's star of the game. Locally owned and operated since 1996, Lem's Pizza offers the best in pizza, subs, wings, and now 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Delivering value every time with a hometown personal touch. Lem's Pizza is a proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like us on Facebook. Order now by calling 695-7111. From the Steve Smith Classic at the College of Worcester, it is Lexington over to Northwestern after three periods of play by a score of 62-48. to Our next broadcast game is coming up on Tuesday night. We will be in Chippewa taking on the Chippewa Chips, and that will be on Tuesday night. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 7.15. Tip-off should be around 7.30, and that should be a good one. The Lady Bears' next matchup will be on Wednesday, December 30th against Norway, and if everything holds true, it will be the debut of Maddie Near for the Waynedale Lady Bears, and they have now won two of their last five. They are 2-7 and seven on the year, 1-4 and four in conference play after tonight's 62-15 victory. Let's give away our Lem's Pizza star of the game tonight, and that is going to go to Lindsey McFern. McFern with 15 points. That's a new career high. Six rebounds tonight. Three three-pointers in the ballgame, two of two from the line. Lindsey McFern wins the certificate for a large two-item pizza free from Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Our next broadcast game, as I said, Tuesday night from Chippewa. Our thanks to Michael Mack and also to Dave Schwartz. For tonight's broadcast from Hillsdale, Sid Klein and Eric Reby, along with Greg Mitchell, our producer. But most of all, our thanks go to you for listening. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again your final score here tonight. Waynedale 62, Hillsdale 15. Until Tuesday night from Chippewa with boys basketball action. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to the Lem's Pizza Star of the Game Show. Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Order now by calling 695-7111. Join us after each and every game for the Lem's Pizza Star of the Game Show. Join us next time for Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. This has been an Ultimate Sports Talk Internet Radio presentation.